Hello everyone, this is Corey, and welcome to a special episode of Devil Horns. Uh, this is a bonus show, and you might be asking yourself, what, you, you only had one episode out already, you're already doing a bonus show, like what's going on with that? Well, every once in a while, we're going to be doing this and as sort of a surprise, and whenever sort of the mood catches us right. Um, we're doing two shows a month, you know, one album review, one more thematic, topical uh, sort of show about maybe a band or a theme, whatever. But, um, you know, one album review per month. And uh, I'll tell you what, there are so many albums coming out there that are great. So much music being released out there that needs talking about. Uh, we're not going to be able to cover it all. And so, man, whenever we can, we're going to put some uh, great content out there for you guys and let you know about some great music that we recommend. Of course, this isn't always going to be me. I'm not going to be the one throwing out bonus episodes and, and special content to everybody out there. Uh, it might be me with, you know, New Jersey Nick and Mike Zombie, or it might just be one of those guys or with somebody else. Who, who knows? Who knows? We're just going to do this every so often just as a treat uh, to all the listeners out there because we do appreciate it. Um, so, um, you know, I get so excited when I hear new great music that I just have to talk about it. And, uh, I'm glad that I can be doing this here today. Now, uh, there have been a lot of albums released in the past couple weeks, and, uh, I'm going to be talking about three that I'm especially excited about and definitely recommend for metal fans out there. Uh, these are three very different styles of metal as well. So, uh, if you don't like one, then you very well might like the others. Um, I happen to like all three. Uh, I'm very just diverse in a lot of my tastes, so uh, uh, I really, really like these. But uh, if you don't like one, at least give the others a shot. Uh, you might like them. So let's just get on with it. Um, in the past couple weeks, we saw Michael Graves release his uh, return to horror punk called The Lost Skeleton Returns. Lost Skeleton! Lost Skeleton! Of course, Michael Graves is the man who rose to fame in the mid-1990s. Uh, he was the singer in the new incarnation of the Misfits, of course, alongside bassist Jerry Only, guitarist Doyle, and drummer Dr. Chud. Um, now, after they finally split, I believe in the late 90s, Michael Graves went on to do solo stuff, uh, consisting of a lot of horror punk, rock, metal, even some acoustic and folk poppy kind of stuff. And so he's very diverse. Um, but everything he's done has been very heavy and, and very, very cool outside of his acoustic stuff, um, of course. But uh, The Lost Skeleton Returns is a very uh, heavy album for the most part. Um, this consists of 16 songs. Uh, most of these are covers. What he does, he goes back in his history, stuff he did with the Misfits, stuff that he did on some of his early solo albums, and he re-records them with uh, new band members. And uh, really, this is a great treat for people who are, you know, somewhat nostalgic like me. I like going back to that time in the 90s when I first discovered uh, that Misfits CD, American Psycho, and, and really fell in love with uh, this version of the band, even though I love the, uh, the, of course, the 80s version of the Misfits. But um, man, you know, this uh, I, I think was really, really great. And I have a huge, huge admiration for Michael Graves, uh, one of the great um, horror punk singers and rock singers, metal singers out there. Um, just fantastic. So I love going back and hearing these songs covered. Of course, um, some of the Misfits songs that you're going to hear on here are American Psycho, of course, Dig Up Her Bones, Scream, Die Monster Die, Fiend Without a Face, Fiend Club. 
Uh, so some great, great songs there. Um, now, the one thing is, here's what happens whenever Michael Graves goes back and starts covering Misfits songs that he recorded with the Misfits back in the 90s, and that's that uh, he was just a singer. Uh, he did not play guitar on those albums. Uh, the guitar work was handled by an, an amazing, amazing guitarist, Doyle. Um, he's really, really fantastic at what he does. And uh, although Michael Graves is far more than competent on guitar, he does a great job on this album, both leads and solos and things like that. But Doyle is great. Doyle is a great guitarist. So I did notice some differences um, in uh, sort of the way Michael played the songs versus the way Doyle originally recorded them, um, although it's very negligible for the most part, and he does a great job. He, he maintains the heaviness and the thickness of uh, what Doyle could do on a lot of it. But I'll tell you what, the only one that I would say that uh, I think is inferior recording-wise to its original would be the song American Psycho. Uh, Doyle just rips through that song and is really, really heavy, and this version, uh, still I enjoy listening to, but it's not quite as heavy. I don't think Michael can quite pull off what Doyle could do as far as being that heavy and have that crunch that only Doyle can do. So, uh, you know, but it's still a great, great listen, and I was so happy to hear it. I, I actually popped in the CD without knowing what all the songs were going to be. And when American Psycho came on, I was singing right along and had a great time with it. Um, so one of my favorite uh, Misfits songs of that era. Um, and uh, six new songs, of course, on top of... Oh, oh, there are um, some other covers, I'm sorry. Um, on top of the Misfits stuff and his six new songs, uh, we also have uh, covers from Graves' one of his solo albums, Punk Rock is Dead, which is a fantastic album as well. But we hear Godzilla, Dawn of the Dead, and Earth vs. Spider. Fantastic songs and a lot of fun. Um, so... You know, this is it's sort of like a greatest hits cover album in a way for Michael Graves, but with great new songs added. Like I said, six new ones. They're fantastic. Um, their song Zombie features guest vocals by Chris Motionless from the band Motionless and White. And Zombie happens to be, I think, the heaviest song on this album. Uh, it is really, really cool, really, really thick, has a really, really kind of brutal part in the middle with Chris Motionless. And uh, I really, really enjoyed it. Of course, throughout this whole album, uh, whether it's the old stuff or the new stuff, we see the same great songwriting that is no surprise to come from Michael Graves. Um, and like I said, some definite, very heavy songs in here that are going to please the metalheads. But this is one of those weird albums that blurs the line between punk and rock and metal. You know, there's some really, really great riffs, um, some other, you know, more uh, punk kind of songs, a lot of pop hooks in this, so you're going to be tapping your foot and singing along and stuff. So it's it's a really, really fun time, but uh, I think will please all you metal lovers out there. Um, so Michael Graves, right now, I believe he is starting a, an abbreviated East Coast tour to promote this album. Uh, this was after a very successful Kickstarter campaign. Um, and you can pick that up right now at uh, Amazon. If you download the MP3 album, it's only $8.99. So go check this out. Michael Graves, The Lost Skeleton Returns. Fantastic album. Let's move right along now. This is a band that I had not even heard of, I believe, until just recently. Uh, their latest album came out this past week. It's a band called Battlecross. And their new album is called War of Will. Now, the only reason 
I picked this up is because I'm on Facebook and I have a lot of feeds. You know, I follow a lot of people, a lot of metal sites. And one of the metal uh, things that I follow happened to uh, post on Facebook that Battlecross is streaming their entire new album for free. It's not released till tomorrow, but you can go listen to it for free right now on this site. So I'm like, yeah, why not? It's a metal thing. I'll give it a shot. I'll at least give it a shot. It's free, right? Well, I listened to it and ended up listening to the entire thing from beginning to end because it was absolutely amazing. I was blown away and I'm like, come tomorrow, I'm owning this album. And I did. Next day, got up, got onto Amazon, and I, I bought the MP3 album. Um, and let me say, I, I sort of love this strategy. A lot of bands are doing this now, uh, especially the ones that are up and coming and have so much talent and are so good. Um, and Battlecross is one of them. Of course, this is their second album. There's 10 songs on it. And um, I'm living proof that this strategy of streaming the entire album before it's even released on the web um, is, is really, really great and very effective because uh, not only did they sell me an album, but they turned me into a huge fan and I'm following them. I actually bought their previous album before this and um, this, is, this is fantastic. So let me tell you about Battlecross, uh, especially War of Will. Um, this is a thrash band, very thrashy, amazing technical skill. These guys know what they're doing. The guitarist, the drummer, everybody is really, really good. Very, very heavy. Even brutal at times. Very brutal. But uh, it's balanced in there with a little bit of melody. Just enough melody. Um, a lot of uh, kind of dual soloing guitar work. And uh, just very syncopated riffs. Really, really cool stuff. A perfect mix, I think, for people. Um, you know, I'm not one myself to be into a lot of melody-laden vocals. Um, you know, while I can appreciate bands like Iron Maiden musically, uh, I, I love, uh, you know, actually uh, the band as far as what they can do musically, but I'm not a huge, huge fan of... Uh, singers that are just very melodic all the time, and that's all they do. I mean, it's sort of, in a way, it sort of lessens the brutality. I, I, I sort of lean, I guess, toward the extreme, you know? <laughs> I want more extreme stuff, stuff that's really going to hit me in the face. And and melody, eh, I don't know. I, I sort of prefer screams and death metal growls, things like that. Um, but I'll tell you, I really love this album because you do get both here to an extent, but it definitely does lean more towards uh, death metal style vocals than melody, but it works so well. It is so, so good. So good. Um, so Battlecross, I think it's one of the uh, most exciting metal bands out there right now. I think they are very true to what a lot of us know and love about metal music. And I think they are just proudly wielding that torch right now, man. And uh, they, they're just uh, doing everything right. And they're doing what so many of us older metal fans uh, really appreciate. So uh, thank you to them for this. And of course, like I said, I, I bought their previous album, which was their first album out called Pursuit of Honor from 2011. And I also recommend that if you want to get deeper into Battlecross. Um, Battlecross is currently touring on the highly esteemed Mayhem Festival with the likes of uh, who Rob Zombie, I think Mastodon, uh, Five Finger Death Punch, a lot of bands like that that are huge, and uh, they definitely deserve a spot in the lineup because this band is amazing. Um, you can buy this for $8.99 from the Amazon MP3 store, and uh, just like uh, previously the Michael Graves album, I'm going to have the link to this Battlecross album up in the show notes. 
uh, for this show. So uh, go to devilhorns.org and uh, click on the link, and you can be taken right there, right there to the MP3 album. So Battlecross, a pleasant, pleasant new discovery for me, and uh, I'm a big fan now. So check them out. The third album I'm going to be talking about today for you is one that I have been anticipating for a long time because I'm a big fan of this guy. I pre-ordered it. I was uh, rewarded with uh, this uh, free split EP. This is Philip H. Anselmo and the Illegals walk through exits only. Stay in this fucking room and do not change a thing. Man, a, a, basically a solo album from uh, uh, Philip Anselmo. He wrote all the music and all the words for this. He has a backing band behind him that's uh, actually very talented and very amazing. Um, but, uh, like I said, when I pre-ordered this, I got a taste for the kinds of things that this album was going to be. They did a split EP with, um, War Beast. So there were two songs from Anselmo and two songs from War Beast. And the, the Anselmo songs just blew me away. They're awesome. And I like War Beast as well. Um, but, uh, these two songs on that EP do not appear on this album. So it's like I have two extra songs sort of out there that are uh, really fantastic. Um, but this is another album that they decided to stream in its entirety just before the release. And uh, I think it worked. This album is selling really well, uh, from what I hear. So, uh, yeah, eight songs on this thing. And let me tell you, this is relentless from beginning to end. It does not let up, man. It just, it just beats you song after song after song. This is the angriest, most brutal that Phil Anselmo, I think, has, has sounded since, like, the Far Beyond Driven, Great Southern Trend Kill era of Pantera. And even some, maybe some super joint stuff. But he's even angrier. And uh, so, so brutal. And at this point in his life, man, well, well, Phil, it's not just this point in his life. I think overall, Phil has maintained this sort of honesty and integrity in his music. And, yeah, very honest from him. Now, some people have been thrown off by the song structures on this album. They're a bit unusual, a bit odd. Uh, some strange timings and things like that, and some people are, are sort of confused. I've been reading some reviews since, and everyone's like, oh, it's a mess. He doesn't know how to write a song. They're all over the place. They're disjointed. They don't fit together. It's like a weird puzzle that doesn't fit. And um, I totally disagree. I think this is uh, sort of almost a, a, a very extreme metal prog sort of thing that Phil's getting into because this is very some very complex songwriting for him and I really admire that he was striving to make something different with this you read interviews with Philip and he, he says how he just wanted to make an album like stuff that you'd never heard of before he didn't want to try to make a thrash album or try to make something that sounded like Pantera or something that they were trying to sound like Superjoint. Nothing like that. I mean, he just wanted to be totally as original as possible, yet as brutal and extreme as he possibly could. And I truly believe that he has done this here without overdoing it. You know, like becoming pretentious or inaccessible to people. This is great, great extreme metal. I, I was just smiling the whole time listening to this. Um, and I do admire Phil as well. And if you, if you follow me on Facebook or for a long time here, I'm just like all about Phil and Selmo. You know, he, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of his. And, uh, so I, I talk about him a lot. Um, I, I admire what he's doing, how prolific he is. Um, the variety of things that he puts out. I mean, think about it. Uh, Pantera was different than anything he's done. 
Uh, Super Joint was different. Down, which is still going on, is sort of his main band right now, is is really different. That's more of a southern rock metal kind of thing. So he's diverse. And he just doesn't try to limit himself to one specific sort of sound in uh, in this genre. So uh, a fantastic album. And I gotta say, I have become a huge fan of uh, Marzi Montezari, who is the guitarist on this album. I, I believe he was the guitarist for Super Joint Ritual as well. Man. Man, on this album, he shreds. He's fast, really fast. He's technical. He's dead on with everything and extremely heavy. Uh, his soloing is fantastic. I'm hearing some dime bag in him. And, you know, I, I, I sort of hesitate to say things like that because dime bag is way up there on a pedestal for me. No, almost nobody can touch him. But some of these dives and squeals that uh, Montezari's doing on this album, man, you know, they're sort of reminiscent of dime. And I really admire that. And uh, I think Phil knows that, too. So, huge, huge album. Of course, uh, I got this uh, a day or two early because I pre-ordered it. And man, man, I've been listening to it a lot. So, this is $9.99 from the Amazon MP3 store and a huge recommend for me. And the link for this will be up at uh, devilhorns.org for this bonus episode, as they will be for the other two albums that I talk about, both Michael Graves' The Lost Skeleton Returns and Battlecross, War of Will. I really, really recommend these for you guys. you got to check them out. At least go on to Amazon and do a little you know, preview things, which uh, I think are, are very helpful. So, uh, leave me your feedback. Let me know what you think about these albums, if you've heard them as well. Um, and uh, was I dead wrong on some of these, or do you agree? I'd love to hear. So, uh, you can respond to this post, leave a comment on the post at, on the, uh, the website, or um, you can leave a comment on the contact page, you know, send that directly to us via the contact form on the website, or call the voicemail line, which is 206-337-6641. And everybody who is leaving comments or feedback of any kind will be entered for a free music download. And of course, we will be drawing those once a month on our theme episode, which is coming up next. So uh, give us some feedback here shortly. So, uh, of course, the email for this is metal at devilhorns.org. So, there you go. Those are my recommendations for right now. I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, I'll be coming back soon with a lot more metal. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Devil Horns. Join us at devilhorns.org. Opening music for Devil Horns is taken from the song Killdozer by Strychnia from their EP, Reanimated Monstrosity. Find Strychnia at facebook.com forward slash Strychnia.
Прощих свать, позабыли Всю надежду ты оставил Неизвестно, кто тебя подставил